Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. Hope you enjoyed your winter break. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And unfortunately, this evening, we've had a casualty. There's a wounded soldier on the battlefield. He's in a drug-induced nap currently. Uh, prayers and well wishes to answer knee. How are you doing this evening, Nick? A, a pharmacy-induced uh, a pharmacy drug induced, over the counter drug induced, not a, not a, a designer drug induced. Yeah, uh, coma in, as as many listeners of the podcast would think. In in the age when you can get COVID, the flu, or the cold, and or the virtual, fluorona, or or the fluorona now with the first discovered case in L.A. as discussed pre-show, it would uh, be L.A. Eric decided to get pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric, Eric said classics only. <laughs> He's like, if it wasn't here pre-millennium, I'm not for it, bro. <laughs> On next week's episode, Eric is going to get rickets. <laughs> Eric's, uh, Eric's trying to audition for the role of shingles. <laughs> Uh, and then on, on on episode 93 eric gets uh gets scurvy <laughs> scurvy no no my my favorite episode 94 eric has leprosy <laughs> eric, has, eric, eric has to go to an island eric has Ep to quarantine Ep Epstein's island, island? Ep Epstein's island Epstein's island all right well now i mean episode 91 we're throwing it back to the original just you and me Alone, alone, and unafraid. Two is one. One is none. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a while. I, can we do this? Can we look stuff up on our own? I mean, we I, had someone who could marginally do it better than us. How do you search again? Maybe. I mean, I think that we still looked up the same amount of things that he did, though. <laughs> also, we probably wrote down as much as him. Right. Is the doc? Can we access the document that we created? Oh wait, yeah, because we're the ones that updated. So what we're saying is, Eric, if you're out there and you happen to die because of your pneumonia or rickets or shingles, whatever, whatever Franklin Delano Roosevelt disease you have, uh, you probably won't be missed. But we'll give you a we'll give you a posthumous promotion Jesus to Christ. We'll, we'll give you a posthumous promotion to uh, assistant executive producer not even ep no. so his death his death doesn't even get him ep no and i think he knows why i think he knows why after after this weekend spent in phoenix i think he knows why he's getting assistant <laughs> he's, yeah he's getting assistant no no here here's what we'll do uh paid intern but only in gum <laughs> paid intern but in college credit <laughs> yeah we get we, we we got a good episode for you as I think we always do, episode 91. I was talking to somebody the other day uh, who I just met who learned about the podcast, and, and they kind of said, you know, like he said to everyone that, oh, I, I, we have a podcast. And, they, and she rolled her eyes and said, oh, you have a podcast. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, we, we have, a, we have a, our, our stable of listeners, our shout out to our, our, our friends and, and people around the globe international podcast that listen but 91 episodes i mean we've been doing this for almost two years now it's kind of crazy yeah i mean what's the eye roll for We're, we've done this for 91 episodes that's that's we've been more committed to this than any previous of her boyfriends right yeah <laughs> and i've been more committed to this podcast than all of one of my relationships 
Yeah, all right. With that being said, let's move on. So today's episode, we're going to discuss uh, bowl season um, very begrudgingly. We'll get into head-to-head. Uh, Nick has found a way to fudge the numbers, so he guaranteed victory. What a shady character he is. We'll discuss Week 17, biggest surprises, disappointments. We'll get into Week 18's board as the final week of the regular season. And we'll start with today's off-the-wall topic. What we're most looking forward to in in the world of entertainment could be sports, could be movies, could be books, could be shows, could be music, et cetera, et cetera. So is that, is that me kicking off? Uh, no, I was just you oh. kept you kept looking like you wanted to say something, but I was like, I'm let me get this out real quick, and then. But I guess not. So today's topic is like I, I previously mentioned. So we'll we'll start with Nick and we'll alternate, and there will be no duplicates. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with something that's very close to to my heart. Uh, I'm very excited for in 2022. We get potentially both of these, but definitely one of them: a new Carolina Panthers quarterback. and hopefully god willing a new carolina panthers head coach and (laughs) it better be joe brady (laughs) bro (laughs) that would be so funny if they fire rule and hire brady (laughs) so that's Uh, what that's what i want to see and that i'm most excited for in 2022 (laughs) is a new carolina panthers quarterback retire cam newton send him out into the sunset put him in the ring of honor retire his jersey do whatever you need to do with cam newton pay him a pay him a a a, a final contract whatever it kicks him down to the curb get rid of him get rid of pj walker but, ah, but whatever i like pj walker but he's not an nfl quarterback um and yeah that's my that's my first pick a new carolina panthers quarterback and or head coach i don't want to get too greedy so i'll take one or the other all right, so I have two things for that. So Teddy Bridgewater is right. Matt Rule can't call plays in the red zone. And uh, so next year, when you guys are starting Baker Mayfield, how are you going to feel? Oh, I'm going to be ecstatic. And you know I am. <laughs> You're you going to have a Mayfield jersey, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I 100% will get a if – if they sign Baker Mayfield, I'm going out the next day. That's how excited I'll be. I will go out to a brick and mortar store to buy a Baker Mayfield jersey. You got to find one of those, bro. Not online shopping. (laughs) All right. So Nick Nick went with his first. I'm going to go with my first. Uh, My first is near and dear to my heart. It is the Chicago Bulls postseason run. I am very much looking forward to be back in the postseason and seeing what this team can do. It's been the lone bright spot of the sporting season, of the winter sporting season. Actually, of just the sporting season. Let's see, the Blackhawks, trash. The Cubs, more trash. The Saints, well, we might make the playoffs, but not winning anything. So the Chicago Bulls, it only took me sacrificing my other three teams to get the Bulls good. But here we are. In the primetime sport. Oh, also Manchester United trash. So, look, I just want DeRozan, Levine to get all-star nods, throw in Vooch, since we're looking real good right now, if DeRozan wins MVP type, but I'm really excited for the postseason. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the 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 scant number of Bulls games I've watched, which I think sits at three right now, because you've thrust a phone or a TV in my face and made me watch it. <laughs> oh, poor you! Know, you. That's, from my, that's what I made you watch from my scant watching of the Bulls game. They seem to be doing what uh, what good teams, what really great teams need to do in the playoffs, and that's win close games against any sort of against any sort of team. Good teams or bad teams, they win the close games. And they battle back to at least make it close at the end of the game. And and that's what matters. And they're the number one team in the East still, I believe, right? Currently, yes. Yeah, yeah they're the number one team in the East. And they've had they've battled through a bunch of injuries. So if yes. they can get dudes healthy back for the playoffs, I mean that's it, it it's it's looking like a win win in Chicago. I'm not saying they're gonna go to the ship. But it's looking like it, it. It's looking like a a, a good uh, a good deep playoff run for the Chicago Bulls this year. Yeah. So we lost one of our starting uh, our starting power forward in the like fifth game of the season, and then with COVID, despite the key games being postponed, when DeRozan and Levine went out, so they only missed two and three games respectively. We still have 1,185 minutes lost due to COVID, which is number one in the NBA. Shout out to uh, the Omerion uh, variant. Yeah. Symptoms, speaking of symptoms, it leaves an ice box where your heart used to be. There you go. One of the funniest things that Alex Bradley said to me was, was he said, did you get the Omerion variant? Uh, amazing. All right. my My second one. Great pick, by the way, Chicago Bulls. I, I I tend to not have so in in my years where I didn't really have a hockey team. I, I my best friend in in high school, Mac Cronin, was a big Blackhawks fan, and and as you know, when we were in high school, they were really good at hockey. So I always have a spot, a soft spot in my heart for the uh, the Blackhawks, and I you you know me, I'm not a very big basketball fan, so I'm ready to open my heart up to the Chicago Bulls and let them be my uh, kind of be my my team to my team to support, not my team, but just you know a team to support. All out, yeah. There's just plenty of there's a plenty of room on this bandwagon. I'm not saying bandwagon. I'm just saying maybe it, like I'll be on the side. Club be like, go Bulls. I don't know. If, I don't know if bandwagons have sidecars, but we can install one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in like the main, the passenger car, but like I'll be in the luggage cart or something. It's a double decker bus. We'll put you on the. We'll put you on the second deck. Outstanding. Thank you. That's that's fresh air. All right. I'll I'll change it up a little bit uh, for my second pick. A TV show that I'm really looking forward to is the Obi Wan series. Oh, I was. That's one of the ones I have written down. Just. Can we just talk about the speculation of what's being said on top of what's been confirmed, right? So Vader is confirmed, right? And it's Hayden and, Christensen, and it's OG Killam Hayden reprising the role. So not only are we, is it like five to six, maybe ten years after Order sixty six? So we're so that means you're going to see a, a young Luke, a youngling Luke running around hopefully Hayden doesn't get his hands on it because <laughs> we know what he does with younglings so you're gonna get the second showdown between Vader and Obi-Wan then you have rumors like Darth Maul may, may be in the series 
Some of the still frames they've already shown is Mustafar is going to be revisited. Vader in his castle. Here's the best part. Vader is one of the most iconic, you know, one of the most iconic characters ever, right? People just could see his face and know, yeah, that's Darth Vader. We've never seen peak Vader. We've never seen the one that when he walked into the room, everyone was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, kind of like when Kawhi checks in to guard LeBron. Right. At, like, fuck him again, bro. Damn like, it. God damn it, bro. Yeah, we yeah. Saw, we saw the Vader that like generals were like, generals and admirals were like shit talking him because they, they know that he'd lost a step. Yeah, and then he punk him out anyways. But <laughs> Right, yeah, but they, still they thought they could, they thought they could, I mean, we're talking like, we're talking. Like rookie of the year, <laughs> like rookie of the year, two-time MVP. We're Vader. talking, we're talking MVP season. Derrick Rose Vader. You know what this, I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is like when LeBron's when LeBron's band sat at like a normal person's level. That's like the dominance we're talking about, Vader. Yeah, yeah. And we get to see. So what I'm really excited about, I love it when maybe not method acting so much because you and McGregor isn't really a method actor, but he has watched so much film on Alec Guinness to adapt the, the uh, Obi-Wan role from where he took it in the first three movies to where Alec Guinness got it in the last, in the last four, four, five, six. And he's kind of, kind of, play that middle part of a of a middle-aged obi-wan and i'm so excited for that because ewan mcgregor is such a good actor not only that obi-wan's the best jedi ever right like don't at me come come see me i got fist for your face if you got a problem with that sentence yeah suck my butt luke skywalker (laughs) obi-wan kenobi is the best jedi ever bro he is the epitome epitome of a jedi yeah his master got worked by Darth Maul. And Obi-Wan set him up and chopped that motherfucker in half, bro. He's about to do it again. He's like, and he's your about, spider legs. And he's like, oh, you got metal legs now? Let me get those two, bitch. Fuck. He's going to hit him with the AI crossover. <laughs> step over him like Tayron Lou. He cuts yeah. him in half and steps over him. I'm going, I'm turning off my TV and I'm never watching a show again. <laughs> yeah, that's the peak. That's the tel- television peak that's never going to get better, bro. Break to break all fourth walls. <laughs> All right, so Nick has Kenobi. I just, I was gonna pick it just because I wanted to talk about all that stuff. Like the the potential for this show is insane, bro. Yeah. Like, all I want is a epic lightsaber duel between Obi Wan and Darth Vader, and an epic lightsaber duel between Obi Wan and Darth Maul if he's in it, and then an epic lightsaber duel between Darth Maul and Vader. That's the one I want, bro. I don't know if you're going to. So I would say, number one, what you named, Kenobi Vader going to happen. The show yeah, doesn't yeah. happen. It has to. Is, is Farvra directing it? No, it's Deborah Chow. She did several episodes for The Mandalorian. If you pick the good episodes, Deborah Chow directed it okay. <laughs> for All The right. Mandalorian. Yeah. I think, I think Kenobi Maul. I I don't think it has to happen. I think it's gonna happen. But Maul Vader, I mean, maybe, it's, maybe, it, maybe it's, a three. It's, if it's happened in the cartoons, 
if there's a three-way lightsaber duel, are you going to be oh, okay? <laughs> Is no! your... <laughs> I didn't even think of that, bro. My brain just gave up, dude. <laughs> All if, right, I can't finish this podcast. If, he, if he's dueling Maul and Vader comes and they get in like a Sith, like I get to kill him duel, and then Obi-Wan's like, oh, hello there. <laughs> oh, dude, I... Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So before we get carried away with this, we're going to move on to my number two and try to speed it up. But there's probably no hope for that. Um, I'm going with San Diego Comic-Con 2022. So I actually had tickets to San Diego Comic-Con 2020. And then COVID-19 said, uh-uh, not today, Satan. And I couldn't go. And then they had Comic-Con 2021 during Thanksgiving. And they were like, hey, do you want to go to this one instead? I'm like, no, that sounds terrible. (laughs) So I didn't go to that one this Thanksgiving. But I will be going to San Diego Comic-Con 2022. So, yeah, that's on my list. Pretty excited for that. First time going. And I don't know what my costume is going to be yet. But it's going to be fucking pimp. Yeah, I've, I've. I've been around the convention center when Comic-Con's going on. It is excellent people watching. One, because there are some fabulous costumes. And two, there are some not fabulous costumes. And they both create this awesome soup of people watching. Oh, dude. So I saw this video on Instagram. And it was like, it was this girl recording two dudes out in the snow. And it's like nighttime. And they're lightsaber battling. One of them has a cape. <laughs> you know, like one of them has, his, has a cape. The other one has his shirt tucked in. And she's like, <laughs> we, she's like, the caption was, we got our husband's lightsabers for Christmas. It's a terrible idea. You'll never get them back. <laughs> they were outside all of Christmas sword battling, bro. Of course. It's almost guy code, right? If you get a lightsaber or get your kids a lightsaber, you must first play with it. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, she, you, first of all, someone gets me a lightsaber, I'm gonna be outside all day. I'm gonna be force choking strangers walking by. Like, I'm gonna be doing it all, bro. I've seen the new lightsabers the kids are getting, right? And and it makes me a little jealous, but nothing can beat the lightsabers we had, the big fat lightsabers we had as kids <laughs> that you could just chuck out like a baton and just like just out of nowhere. Dude, like it you was... walk outside, the greatest joy back, you walk outside, you know your friend didn't bring his. And you just whip that thing out like a baton and just go to town on it. <laughs> Bro, it's like the Russian eggs, but it's cones instead. Oh, it just yeah. slides into place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So I want to go to this is another sidebar, but I want to go to uh, Disney's Galaxy Edge because you can do you can go through the whole thing of building your own lightsaber, like the way Jedi's do. You pick your crystal, you pick every part of your lightsaber, then you put it together. I was just like, come on, that's apparently it's like. Two hundred dollars for the lightsaber, or something oh, like I'm, that. I'm surprised it's that cheap. I, it's it's like three hundred dollars, but it's like a metal lightsaber lights up. It's fucking wicked, bro. And it comes like, like with a box. Now. You don't have to yeah. ask mom anymore. You're an adult. Hell no, I'm getting two. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both gonna be double lightsabers. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to your third one. <laughs> All right. Well, I I have a couple of I, I have a couple of like honorable mentions because I, I I thought you were gonna steal it, 
I, I again every year that it comes up is 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 a big deal. The World Cup, World Cup 2022. I know it's in I know it's in Qatar. I know there's a bunch of stuff surrounding it. I know it's going to be in November. Yada yada yada. It's still the World Cup, right? There's still controversy surrounding whether they're going to do it every two years. This might be so that even enhances this 2022 one. This might be the last of the four-year World Cups that we get to experience. God, I hope not. I hope not either. But FIFA normally gets their way when it comes to this kind of money planning stuff. But I, I, I'm always excited. I mean, the I, I think the the, the biggest storyline to watch right now is uh, Christian Eriksen coming back to play for Denmark. He's cleared. He he says he's cleared. I don't. I haven't looked to see if doctors have cleared him, but he he says that his heart's ready and he's been going through, you know, 110 percent of the the stress tests that he needs to play. Shit, so I hope so. That'd be tight. Yeah, Denmark. They're gonna have a darling run. I bet if he comes back. Man. Um. What is what is a a all right, all right? Never mind. Let me not ask that question. That, <laughs> that's a that's a very open ended question. I was like, what happens to the women's World Cup if it goes to two? And then the Euros goes to two. It kind it of kill, it kills the Women's World Cup, right? Well, it turns the Women's World Cup into like the WNBA finals. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, no one, I, I mean, like I hate to say it, but nobody really cares about it anymore, right? Well, at that point, yeah. If you have the Euro the same year as the Women's World Cup, yeah, you know, I guess, guess what I'm watching. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. All right. So you went, you went World Cup 2022. Yeah. Um. I was gonna go there, but I was like, "That's probably one of his choices," and I, and I know I could steal his choices easily, so I'm gonna do something else. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna get this in before you steal it, but I'm gonna go with the Batman. I that wasn't one of my choices actually. I'm not excited for it. Really? No. I'll watch it. All right, I don't. I don't want that one. Then, if you're not gonna pick that one, I don't <laughs> want it. Honorable mention: the Batman. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Um. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Yeah. I'm super excited for that movie, bro. It just, I mean, there's so much potential for what's going to happen in that movie. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think also some of the excitement comes. It's, it's probably like 90% excitement for the movie and to see what they're going to do with it. But then there's also 10% of like, they can go anywhere with the MCU after that. Yeah, and just kind of seeing where they're gonna go, or if they even need to choose one linear path. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I do. Look, I swear to God, if I don't get a, if I don't get an answer soon about the X Men, I'm gonna lose my mind, bro. I'm like, somebody say something. <laughs> somebody say something. Right. I've been losing my shit about what's happening with the X Men, so like. I hope it gives us something, and I know I'm not going to get it, so I'm just going to no. be even more annoyed. But no. the fact that "What If" tied into it just made it that much more. Yeah, funny. that's great. So now we get to now we get to see that on on the uh, on the big screen, on the silver screen, if you will. Yeah, uh, going from something that so it's another TV show for me, and it's been. You, what eight years in the making now? Is this the Lord of the Rings show? Yeah. Oh, I know, dude. I'm so hyped. I eight? know a lot of people don't like Lord of the Rings, but I love that shit. 
It can't be bad, can it? <laughs> uh, it, it absolutely can be. That's the problem. It absolutely can. Be. Every time I get, I'm hyped for this this show. I want this show to happen. I'm going to watch every single episode. It's going to be blocked off of my calendar. There's going to be no dates. There's going to be no lights. There's going to be no interruptions. I will be watching <laughs> the Lord be of the No clothes. No clothes. <laughs> No, even that'll be a distraction. I'll be comfy clothed. Like, I'm ready to go, but like, uh, the last time I was this psyched for a show, Game of Thrones, the last season of Game of Thrones really <laughs> kind of. I love the ending of Game of Thrones. Well, I love the ending, but the season was just awful. I mean, I enjoyed it. What was awful about it? It was just terrible writing. It was, it, in, in it my was opinion, a little lazy. In my opinion, it felt like they were like, ah, well, we got to wrap it up. All right, wrap it up. <laughs> I wasn't, you're it wasn't you're like, mad because of the way the White Walker died. Uh, I mean, that's like 10%. I'm going with a, why am I going with so many percentages in, in today's show? I don't know. It's because your brain's in a fog. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is what COVID does to your brain, folks. It makes you talk in percentages. I'm like 97% better after COVID. Um, no, I just, I just didn't. Well, but we're not talking about my, my dislike for, for Game of Thrones. It, it should be great. Aren't we also getting an Aragon season or an Aragon TV show? Uh, I know that there's two Lord of the Rings things planned. The only one I know about is the one that they've cast in and are working on. The actual like TV show that's been four hundred years in the making, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. super excited about that one. Yeah, they also have the Game of Thrones. Um, Lame. The prequels cool coming yeah. out, yeah. <laughs> You're all mad. Aegon Targaryen burns people. Great. Moving oh on. yeah, we already know. <laughs> Moving on. Jamie kills um, him. Bonk, hey, bonk. Guess what? I'll watch it. <laughs> yep. I'll watch it. Right. You got my money. <laughs> Don't expect anything else from me. So the uh, it's not even named right the, that Lord of the Rings show. Not yet. No. When I looked it up uh, from an article that was a week ago, it said Lord of Ring, Lord of the Rings TV show, Lord of Rings, <laughs> Lord okay. of Rings. They just dropped the the. Dropped the the. Now that's lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lord, so, of, Lord of Ring TV. That's all it had said. So my fourth one is going to be the Donny Cates Thor run, currently ongoing in Marvel, and what is going to happen with the Black Winter. That's the uh, that's the uh, Thor the Unworthy, right? No, that was Jason Aaron's run. That's been way over. Yeah. All right. Well, drop drop me in real quick then. So Donny Cates is so his run. He created the Black Winter in um, Venom, right? So everything he's writing interconnects, right? So the Black Winter is this storm that is connected to the hammer of Thor and Odin was one of the only people to beat back the black winter. And he kind of took that and bottled it in. And that's how he created the hammer. And so now the black winter is coming and we don't know what it is or what's going to happen or anything like that. But to set this up, Galactus gets his ass kicked by the black winter and crash lands on ask Asgard. Yeah. It's a big sentence. 
and he crash lands on Asgard. Galactus kind of gets his ass kicked a lot, though, doesn't he? No, he eats whole worlds. <laughs> yeah, but that's like off. That's like off pages or off screen. I feel like when he's on the pages, he's kind of getting his ass kicked a lot. So, in leading up to like this Fantastic Four event, he ate like fifteen worlds, and then he got to Earth. Off page, right? <laughs> no, they show it, bro. Oh, they do. All right. Yeah, well. and it's Silver Surfer like feeling all bad because he keeps killing people, but he's trying to pick pick the least populated planet. Yeah, Silver Surfer's a shithead, bro. But uh, so then Thor, you know, swings his hammer and yells, "Have at thee!" And Galactus is all fucked up, and he imbues Thor with the power cosmic and creates. And he makes Thor his new herald. So, Silver Thor. So Thor becomes essentially what the Silver Surfer is. Now, Galactus has had tons of, of heralds. Right, they don't all have the surfboard. <laughs> I yeah, I, just, I had to make sure. I know. So, um, yeah, so that's happening. Silver Surfer's running amok trying to figure out what's going on. Beta Ray Bill's running around trying to go on. Venom. In his comic that Donny Cates just ended, Venom beat the symbiote god, Null, became the new symbiote god. So Venom is the new symbiote god of, or Eddie Brock is the new symbiote god of all symbiotes. And his son becomes Venom. And, and Eddie took Thor's hammer and Silver Surfer's board and made them into one weapon to beat the fuck out of Null. So it's all tying together, and I don't know how it's going. That's why it's on this list. <laughs> I, I could finish this story if I knew how this story finished. But Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> so Donny Cates has been doing some great stuff. So in the comics, Donald Blake, right? Donald Blake was the alter ego of Thor, and he was the doctor that worked with Natalie Portman. In order to become Thor, Thor and Donald Blake would switch places. And that's when Thor would come to Earth and Thor would save the day or whatever. And then Donald Blake would come back. But what we didn't know, which is because it didn't exist until like last year, but Donnie Cates created a mirror world that Odin created to put Donald Blake in when Thor was running around as Thor. Well, Thor's been running around in store for 35 years to the point where people don't even know Donald Blake exists in, in the Thor story. Like, it's not even in the movies. Like, most people don't know Donald Blake is a thing. So he took that from way back in the day when Thor first started. Like, we're talking Walter Simonson's run. And he took that and he brought it back and he made Donald Blake go crazy in that mirror verse and he killed everyone in there because he knew it was fake. Then he kills like this super powerful dragon in that universe. And he, and the way that he switched places was a cane. So when he switched places with Thor, Thor gets trapped in the mirror verse. And when he switches back, he breaks the cane and Thor gets trapped in that universe. And he runs around and he's going to start killing anyone who's ever held the power of Thor. So like anyone who's ever held the hammer and wielded it, he goes around and starts killing it. He tries to kill Throg. So there's like a there's like a four-page spread of him fighting Throg and which is they, the Thor frog, right? <laughs> which is the Thor frog. Yeah, he fights to a stalemate. Yeah. 
he's he's a fucking wicked villain. And then Thor at the end of it, because he's because he's the king now, so he's Odin because Odin is gone. Um, Thor at the end of it gives Donald Blake to Loki, and sounds like a bad move. Instead of killing him, he instead of killing him, he keeps him alive and gives him to Loki, and Loki just keeps him in this constant cycle of torture. So that's still open ended. So we don't know how that's going to end. It's not going to end well, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not, especially with the Black Winter coming. Right, so so <laughs> the the finishing of Donny Cates' Thor run is Jermaine's number four. I don't want it to be awful. My last one, I don't want it to be awful. It is my favorite video game of all time by a long shot. Oh, it's going to be bad then. It is the first video game I've ever played that it felt like I was playing. Growing up, I loved the Indiana Jones movies. And the video game, PlayStation exclusive, Uncharted. Uncharted 2 oh, specifically. Man, it's it could be bad, dude. <laughs> Uncharted 2 specifically. In 2022, I'm looking forward to the Uncharted movie. I already have one gripe about it. The mustache. The mustache. So Mark Wahlberg playing Sully, who's uh, Tom Holland playing Nathaniel Drake. Sully, throughout the entire run, even when it's young Nathaniel Drake, has a mustache. And he does what? He does two other things, Jermaine. He wears nah. Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's always either smoking or chewing on a cigar. In the trailer, I have not seen Mark Wahlberg in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> And I have not seen him smoking or chewing on a cigar, and he does not have a mustache. Yeah, I'm hoping it at least ends with him getting the mustache or something. Yeah, but I don't want it to be like a like a oh look, there's the mustache. He needs to have it the entire time. But I'm reserving my takes until after I've watched the movie. Then I will be angry that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> there's no if; it's just then I will be <laughs> right. So that's that's my list. The Kenobi show, a new Panthers quarterback, the Uncharted movie, Lord of Ring TV show, and <laughs> World Cup World Cup 2022. That's my well, that's what I'm excited for in 2022. So the name of this episode's Lord of Ring, by the way. Lord of Ring, yeah. We don't have Eric to make uh, to make slip ups, so I guess <laughs> I guess Nick talks on his ass is back. All right. So with that being said, oh man, there's so many options still available. What do I want to go with here? You haven't have you done sport? Have you done a sport thing yet? Yeah, I did Chicago Bulls postseason run. Right. Yeah, I didn't really have any other like sports thing that I was looking forward to because yeah. Aaron Rodgers to the Saints. <laughs> I'm gonna go I with, swear uh, to God, if he goes to the Saints, I'm just I'm not I'm gonna take all my Panthers jerseys, I'm gonna put them in a box, <laughs> I'm gonna bury him in my backyard. And buy an Aaron Rodgers Saints jersey. And, yeah. and, just, and just give up on football. <laughs> the Rockies aren't coming back. I've already given up on the Rockies. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh Mandalorian season three. Yeah, that's a good choice. So it cliffhanged with young Luke taking Grogu. Looking like a dope motherfucker. I want to know where that goes. It cliffhanged with Ahsoka looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn, Thrawn and Ezra Bridger. I want to know where that goes. If you haven't seen Rebels, you're fucking slipping. Um, it cliffhanged with Mando beating uh, Grand Admiral 
uh, no, Gideon Moth for the Darksaber and uh, Bo-Katan being completely aside of that. So now we're guaranteed to see Bo-Katan versus Mando because Mando is now the new leader of the Mandalorians by default, and he doesn't even fucking know that. I mean, there's just questions galore. Uh, and we need answers, and I can't wait. If you guys, if, if again, just a call back to the Kenobi show. If you guys thought the Luke entrance was badass in The Mandalorian Season 2, that's like Luke at his, that's like prime Luke. Now imagine the dude that trained him when he was an old geezer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see prime Obi, bro. I can't <laughs> wait, bro. Here's the thing, is prime Obi versus prime Darth. You know what I mean? Right. Or maybe it's not Prime Obi, but it's adjacent, and then it's Prime Darth. No, Man. it's Prime Obi. It's Prime Obi. <laughs> it is it's Prime Obi. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like saying LeBron against Kobe is not Prime Kobe. It's it was <laughs> it was pretty close to being Prime Kobe. <laughs> yeah, it was Prime Kobe. <laughs> they retired two numbers for a reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're oh, right. Man. He's not Jedi Knight. <laughs> he's not Jedi Knight Obi anymore. But... Nah, he's the master, bro. Yeah. yeah. The same dude that turns himself into a force ghost. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? On purpose. Yeah. On purpose. He's just like, come at me, Vader. All right, so what's your top five again? Chicago Bulls postseason run, San Diego Comic-Con 2022, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Johnny Cates Thor run, and what the fuck's happening with the Black Winter. Mandalorian season three. All good. All good stuff. Yeah. So I was, and, yeah, I was just going to transition to college football. Yeah. All right. So it's bowl season. Let it go. Yeah. Really? I, I, it's, it's bowl season, right? The, the bowl season was won this year by the mountain West. Surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah. Mountain West, mountain West went, went five and one. Uh, yeah. This bowl season almost went six and zero, oh, right? If Utah would have won, they would have been six and zero. No, Utah is Utah's Pac twelve. Are they? Yeah. Did Utah used to be Mountain West? I think so. Utah is a new addition to the Pac twelve. Oh, I'm like, thinking of Utah State. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I was just, Utah did used to be away from Pac twelve though. Right. Uh, however, that's an excellent segue because, as you mentioned, the Pac twelve is now winless. In three years of bowling, 2020, 2021, and 2022, the Pac-12 has not won a bowl game, going 0-11 in bowls. That's embarrassing, bro. So not only do they go, have they gone 0-11 over the last two years, they were 0-5 this year, but they were also of the 11 FBS conferences, Jermaine. Do you know where the Pac-12 ranked in terms of Regular season win percentage? Middle of the pack, six. 11th. Of all 11, they were 11? They only won 47% of their games. Dead last in the FBS. In 2020, do you know what they ranked? Middle of the pack, six. Ninth. They only (laughs) won 49.2% of their games. To give you how bad the Pac-12 was this year, there were five teams ranked in the preseason top 25. Oregon was 11, USC was 15, Washington was 20, Utah was 24, and Arizona State was 25. 25 now, Oregon, right now. Or, Oregon and Utah did pretty well, 10 win seasons, right? Utah is 10 right now. Oregon is 15. 
Arizona State did all right. They're eight and five, right? They're not ranked. Uh, Washington and USC both went four and eight this year. They are not ranked. Dog, that's you went from rank to winning four games. That's ridiculous. You're ranked so, fifteen, by the way, in USC. They haven't won. They didn't win any bowl games. Twenty twenty. They didn't win any bowl games. What was it? Yeah, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. Right. Right. Oh my goodness! I thought well, it was they three. Technically years. Lost games at the beginning of twenty twenty two. So we get to we get to say that they've lost now <laughs> three straight years that, that's three winless. that's the three years okay. yeah oh man that's so bad all right so as nick was alluding to mountain west five and one other notables big 12 five and two whoop, big, whoop. big premier 12, college football big 10 six and four independence two and two uh then you have the sec at five and seven uh conference you would say three and five only bring that up because of UTEP. <laughs> then Pick ACC up. at two and four. Yeah. So yeah, not 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 exactly good. There's a lot of shockers in there. It's <laughs> you have twelve opportunities. You're probably gonna have more losses, but to have a losing record is pretty embarrassing for the best conference in football. So it's pretty funny because the SEC was zero and three against the Big Twelve. Which means the Big 12 was 3-0 and against the SEC. Premier football. <laughs> We've Pre- talked about this ad nauseum. The Big 12 is premier football. Premier football. I love Big 12. It's got a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, that's all we wanted to do. We just wanted to poo-poo on the Pac-12 because it's pretty fucking hysterical. <laughs> all right. So, we're going to move into head-to-head. Head-to-head, uh, Nick has successfully tanked two weeks and so he was able to sustain the enough wins even though i was coming to close that gap he tanked two weeks of an 18 win season so that's what it is so the final records we'll do week 18 just for the posterity's sake but shigs and gigs um eric came in last at five and ten which is just we should, after my opening, it's just shameful. Remind me again, Jermaine. What did he start? <laughs> he started four, four and four and two, four and two, four and two. You're and saying then, he went one and eight. Well, yeah, he God, went. God, man, can't went, pick a winner. He went zero oh and eight, and then he picked one in the final <laughs> week. Of man. This. So, uh, Tampa Tam himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is five and ten. Uh, I started zero and eight, and I finished on a low key heater, six and one in the last what is it, nine weeks? Because two of them didn't count. So I ended up finishing at six and nine. I was putting the pressure on Nick, which is why I kept sabotaging weeks. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was busy. I was busy. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, and Nick finished eight and seven. Mm-hmm. Big wasp energy. The the reason that I was able to that I was able to uh, cancel there. <laughs> yeah. So Nick took Nick took the win at eight and seven, and uh, we'll do week eighteen anyways. Oh man, we should have texted Eric and asked him what his pick is. Nope, but... we get a pick for him. We get a pick for him. Well, he might get a W though. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're not playing Burrow, Mixon, Jamar Chase, like <laughs> T Higgins. Are not Cincinnati playing. Bengals then. <laughs> 
<laughs> now here's what we'll do because we pick cleveland for you we'll pick cleveland for him right <laughs> i mean they still got to cover three and a half right no it's six now dude oh jesus yes with, cleveland with, minus six without baker bro <laughs> yes oh yeah dude it's it's great i saw the line movement i think cleveland opened plus three as they should yeah what <laughs> plus three i would have opened cleveland it's because joe mick joe mixon was already not gonna play joe burrow yeah and joe or burrow and, joe mixon, jo- yeah. and then and then joe burrow was announced right and then the line flipped but i'm like yo baker's not playing either so like what is happening here yeah it's like both these teams gave up week 18. Just, just give up, bro. Well, but just... one of them's in the playoffs. So <laughs> one of them, one of them gets to give up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cleveland, you know, they should just get, they should just, they should just not even sell the team. Just, just, just abandon just, the facilities. What, just, what do they call just it? Dissolve the team. What do they call it when they, uh, yeah, dissolving up, it? No, put up the shutters. Or what, what do they call it? Is that Batting what it's called? On the hatches? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like when they <laughs> when they put wood on the store that closed. What do they call that? Board up, board up, board up the store. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Shut her up, dude. <laughs> Just whatever I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know at home what Jermaine is trying to yeah. say. Somebody help me, please. This is why you don't do podcasts while sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least we're we're social distancing you and I. You know. We are, yeah, we, yeah, we what, are. What, what is good. it? Three, three thousand two hundred and something miles. Or I think it like is. That? Yeah, I think that's what the CDC <laughs> recommends. Yeah, at least three thousand miles between podcast hosts. Yeah, if, yeah. if you're sick, nailed it. <laughs> Crushing it. All right, so uh, Boston Celtics just blew a twenty-two point lead to the Knicks. Classic. Yeah, I think it was in Boston. <laughs> Even more classic. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Anyway, so we cover head to head. Let's get into biggest surprises and disappointments for week 17, Nick. I mean, a biggest, biggest surprise, I guess. Uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, you know, we, we make a lot of, we make a lot of jokes about Joe Burrow going to the, going to the, uh, the hall of fame, but this kid is playing his ass off the last, I mean, he's doing everything that he, that he, that he can to try to get, Cincinnati into the into the playoffs and and he did it but yeah not, not only that he he won that division right okay yeah at the start of the year of the four teams which team was least likely to win that division did, that I thought yeah Cleveland I no, predicted we, the Bengals at the beginning of the year I said they'd go to the playoffs you didn't say they'd win the division. We were high on Cleveland at the beginning of the year. I'm always high on Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. Well, probably okay. I, all right, I, I, I'll, I digress. Pittsburgh. I didn't think Pittsburgh had a chance. You picked against Mike Tomlin. I don't. I don't know why I did. The obvious answer here is nobody thought the Cincinnati Bengals was winning the division this year. That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> that's like I'll I'm agree. Not, I'm not saying they weren't making the playoffs. Like we did think they'd be a good team. Like, I agree, Jermaine. <laughs> but, but like they won the division against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. 
right? Although the Ravens have That's had the worst st- luck. Stinky. <laughs> yeah, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Even though Big Ben is worse at quarterback than Eric. Right. And then Cleveland. Well, dude, Cleveland can't I think Eric's more way. mobile than him, too. Yo, so here's Joe Burrow's stats. 4,611 yards, fifth in the NFL. 34 touchdowns, tied for six. 14 interceptions, tied for 25th. That is a high number to be tied for that low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then 54.1 QBR, 11th. Let me give you, let me give you two more uh, impressive stats. Against Baltimore, they won 41-21. He completed 80% of his passes. He threw 46 of them for 525 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. And then the next week. And then the next week against KC, they scored 34 points. He completed 76% of his passes. He threw 39 of them for 446 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, he's the first, what was it, the first quarterback in NFL history to have back-to-back 404 games. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good I, I think that's a good surprise. <laughs> it's, it's a very good stat, yeah. In the last four games, he has not had a passer rating under 103. Ah, that's all right. That's I all do right. that. I do that in my sleep. All right. You can complete five passes in the NFL. Yeah. So. After I fought an orangutan. That's right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh so yeah, biggest surprise, Joe Burr. I get I mean, maybe it shouldn't be a surprise at this point. Biggest disappointment. Can we just say I and we t- I don't think we've talked about it. We've talked about it offline, like off the podcast. But Baker Mayfield throws one of the most uncatchable balls in the NFL. I don't know if it's the receiver's hands or if it's his ball. But every year I watch the Browns and I'm like, why are there so many drops? I just He also just doesn't throw fundamentally. If he threw, and again, this is my biggest complaint about Cam Newton for, what, a decade? If he th- if he learned to plant his foot and throw, he's got a strong arm. He can get it there. Yeah. But yeah, even I mean, on like rollouts where he has no pressure, he just is like throwing, like just slinging his arm downfield. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I mean we've had this conversation ad nauseum. I right. yell at the screen every time I watch Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right. Plant uh, your feet. He's throwing them like he's throwing them like if he's about to deadlift, his feet yeah, are about to deadlift, yeah, and he's yeah, throwing basically. the ball. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's a great way to put it. A- addendum to this conversation: Najee Harris had 188 rushing yards on in Monday night's game. Baker Mayfield had 185 passing yards. Oh, another fun, another fun stat: Jamar Chase, 266 receiving yards. Patrick Mahomes, 259 passing yards. Man. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Just, that's just disappointing. Bro, like, to hear it against Baker, you're like, all right, that's believable. But yeah, when you do Jamar Chase to Patrick Mahomes, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. That's, uh, dude, I'm sorry. That was ridiculous. Najee Harris, remember when you said he wasn't going to be good this year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just gloss past that. Yeah, I remember. Hey, remember when I predicted the Bengals would make the playoffs? Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's go to that. Let's go to one that. One for let's one. Go. All right, let's get yours. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. I, I was going to go with Jamar Chase, but since you went Joe Burrow, I'm going to go a different direction. Um, 
Oh, it's got to be the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are the one seed in the AFC. And their star running back. Yeah, and King Henry is coming back, so. Yeah, but Deontay Freeman is doing his best, uh, or Deontay Foreman Bro, is doing his so best. Here's uh, a, here's a stat. Here's a stat I heard. It was like, in the last like five games, he's he's had either over a hundred yards rushing or a touchdown. <laughs> he's just been carrying that team by himself. Yeah. Like, here's what's super crazy. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, his last his last five games: one hundred nine against New England, a touchdown against Jacksonville, one hundred eight against Pittsburgh, a touchdown against San Francisco, one hundred thirty two, and a touchdown against Miami. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's. I love this kid coming out of uh, the college, the college, <laughs> coming out of college football, and uh, he tore his Achilles playing for the Texans because the Texans have the worst luck ever, bro. I love so, that. By the way, coming out of the college, yeah, coming out of the college. Can we can we get that in post? <laughs> on, the line, post? on the line, on the line, on the line, the Facebook, the Facebook, yeah. So. He um he played for Texas, obviously, so I had a lot of film that I watched on him by proxy of watching terrible, terrible college football. But I thought he was going to be good, and he was killing it for the Texans. He was lighting it up, and then he tore his Achilles, never to be heard from again. Here's my question for you. When the Ravens lost every running back under the sun, and they went to – they went to a hodgepodge of old washed running backs. Why didn't they bring in Dante Foreman? I I would I I'm starting to think that NFL executives are a lot like stock pickers, where they're so deep in the weeds that they can't even like see their own mistakes. Where like it's very easy for us as like people that watch the sport and are passionate about the sport to be like, don't get old running backs. <laughs> Just go get a young running back. Just anyone with blood. Mike Davis last year. Chubba Hubbard. Right? Deontay Foreman. Go get young running backs who are either coming off injury or who didn't get their shot. And you don't even have to pay them. Just release them the next year. (laughs) Bro, that's what's so wild. Here's the thing. The dude's going to be 26. He's going to be 26. And yet you the, want to go with some thirty-two-year-old <laughs> running back because he's got because he's got years in the league. You know he's also got years on his knees. Yeah, they signed Le'Veon Fucking Bell, bro. It's not who you know, or it's not what you know. They signed Le'Veon Bell, who hasn't had it for four years, right? Like, yeah. like not just not just not been good. He hasn't had it at all for four years. Right. They signed Latavius Murray, who got cut from a team because he was replaced by an undrafted running back right like what is happening right now then on top of that you're like devon what is it devonta freeman yeah right devonta freeman Freeman, yeah yeah at least he showed a little bit of juice like he, he made it at least worthwhile but wayne gallman was on waivers at one point Every time when when Gallman comes into a game, he plays well. The Raiders had like six running backs. Why didn't you go get trade for Peyton Barber? Right? He's a more serviceable backup. Also, 
if you're going to call old running backs, why the fuck didn't you call Todd Gurley? <laughs> well, also, let's let, let's let's not <laughs> let, let's not, you know, bypass the Tennessee Titans in this discussion before giving Deontay Foreman an opportunity. They paid Adrian Peterson to play running back for them. Yeah, they signed him at the same time. Yeah. 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 They were just like, we just need bodies. Everyone keeps breaking down. Because so they, they signed s- Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that literally. But Adrian Peterson showed more juice than these other three guys. True. Well, that's because he's a <laughs> that's because he's a freak. So even if he's probably probably playing on torn ligaments, he's still a better running back than you know, 15 other running backs in the league. Yeah. That's exactly so. And then we'll get into my biggest disappointment. My biggest disappointment. You think like, I know this is coming. Why didn't I plan this? But I think my biggest disappointment has to be the Colts. <laughs> like the Carson, Colts lost. Carson Wentz, Will Carson Wentz, man. <laughs> Bro, they lost to the Raiders in Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> like. What? And they and they might miss the playoffs now. They might miss the playoffs now, now, but that would require a Jacksonville Jaguars win. Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> five and zero oh at home the last five games against Indianapolis. Oh, okay, yeah, let's let's <laughs> yeah, but that was with Gardner Minshew. He's gas not him up, back. gas he's, him up. <laughs> he's not walking back through that door. He's Gardner Minshew's not walking back through that door. Right, yo. Trevor Lawrence, okay, we bury Tua all the time on this podcast. Right. Why have we given Trevor Lawrence a pass? It's for rookie year. He that's hasn't what, shown he hasn't shown anything. I, yeah. I, I mean rookie if, year. I think if you look up Trevor Lawrence's stats, let's let's do that real quick. I think he has 10 passing touchdowns this year, <laughs> which is more than you think he would have. I, I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because look who he's played under, Urban Meyer. He's played in a in a dysfunctional organization, and it's his rookie year. Yeah, but good quarterbacks can, at some point in time, should be able to overcome, even on a play by play basis. They should be able to overcome bad play calls, or bad coaching, or just you know bad personnel. Maybe. Andrew Andrew Luck did it. Peyton Manning did it. Like we literally just saw. Um, who did we just see do it? Why am I losing my mind? Because you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Who was the rookie quarterback that was good last year? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, good talk. Oh, I was going to say, anyways, Matt Stafford did it with the Lions. Right. They won way more games than they should have. And it was because of Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah, probably. This dude yeah. has 10 touchdown passes and 17 interceptions. <laughs> It's not, very, it's not very good. Like his completion percentage, like versus Indianapolis, was forty five point seven. <laughs> Jesus! Like, come on, dude. So what you're saying is now I have a question for you. If in some realm, in some possibility, because it is a coin flip league, if the Jaguars actually beat the Colts. We hear this scenario now coming up where both the Chargers and the Raiders. I hope it happens with a tie. Do they just tie? Do they both agree to just not play and tie? I'll tell you what. Can they do that? It takes 30 kneel downs to run out of clock. 
Yes. That's bonkers. <laughs> I almost want to bet <laughs> a Jaguars bet money line with a Chargers tie. What would that pay? Like, right, like the odds right, on that. Let's, let's, let's go to Bovada right now. The odds on that have to be insane. That's a fun bet to just bet. Also, if you want to have a little more fun, bet the Cleveland-Cincinnati under. As we previously talked about, the under is at some ridiculous number, like 37. <laughs> uh, 38, yeah, 38. <laughs> yeah, dude, bet the under. 38. Just, just for shits, bro. <laughs> just because. All right, what did we say? We're betting. All right, Jacksonville plus 650 on the money line. Oh, my goodness. It's already Chargers, Chargers, <laughs> Chargers, Raiders. Can I get a tie? Can you bet ties? I think you can, yeah. Should be able to. Uh, winning margin a tie plus six thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> Parlayed together plus forty five thousand six hundred and fifty. It's only two bets. <laughs> if you're look, if you're looking at home, one dollar pays four hundred and fifty six dollars. <laughs> oh my god, that's just a fun bet. Just a fun fucking bet to make. Oh, look, add the Cleveland Cincinnati under just because I think that's such an absurd number. <laughs> All right, adding so it's already remember basically over plus forty five thousand. The under thirty eight then would increase it to plus eighty five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ten dollars wins you eight thousand dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, oh, I just wanted to hit so bad because it'd just be the one of the craziest stories we could ever talk about, bro. It's $10 like dollars wins you. I mean, if you're if you're talking about to put a hundred bucks on something, if we put a hundred bucks on Terry McLaurin to score <laughs> to to go seventy and one, and it won us a thousand. No, it was a hundred and one. A hundred and one. That's yeah. That's right. A hundred and one. Hundred yards Se- and a touchdown. Seventy and one was Dallas Goddard. That's right. I mean, there's there's no way there's no way Jacksonville wins. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the tie is the least likely thing. <laughs> well, because I don't know if Jacksonville wins. Do they play? Because they're both in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, it takes 30 kneel, so kneel downs to run out the clock. Would you? So, Coach Coach Jermaine, you are coach of the Raiders. It's a Monday. It's a the Monday night game, right? No, it's the late Sunday game. I think it's the late Sunday. It's game. It, no, it's not the late Sunday game. It's the Sunday night game. Yeah, eight twenty, eight twenty on Sunday. So all the games have happened. Do you go if you know that you're you're warming up? When the Jacksonville indie game ends, do you walk across the sideline to the Chargers coach and go, yo, we're both in the playoffs? I absolutely. I do it. Yes, absolutely. But it's division rivals. It's no. the integ- it's the integrity no of the game, bro. No way. Fuck integrity. You're in the playoffs. You don't want to get your players injured. Bro, you avoid injury. Oh, man. That 
Could you imagine the fiasco on Twitter, the fiasco in the NFL front office, if but we just watched 30 kneel downs? It'd be the would, fastest game in NFL history. Would it not be the biggest middle finger to the NFL for creating Week 18, though? Oh, it would be poetic. <laughs> I, I, look, I want it to happen. At the very core of my being, I want it to happen. What if we get, like, like <laughs> college semi, like, College college championship Trevor Lawrence. I is hope, is, is I Darius Leonard a... in? Is Darius Leonard good? I thought he was injured last week. No, I don't know. I don't know the status. I know Darius yeah. Leonard went down in the game. Yeah. And it didn't look good because it was like a non-contact. I'll take Jaguars money line for the uh <laughs> for the uh <laughs> for the week eighteen pickup. For the week 18 at the oh Jaguars money line, you take Chargers Raiders Chargers Raiders tie. No, mine's less likely. No, I'm just kidding. I want the Cleveland Cincy under. We'll give we'll All give right. Eric the tie. <laughs> give Eric the tie. All right. Because I'm, I'm act- literally going to take as much money if I have as I have left in my Bavada account, and I'm putting it on <laughs> Jaguars win Raiders tie. <laughs> Jags money line. Bro, if you hit that, that's just iconic. <laughs> Jags money line. And then Eric gets LAC LV tie. <laughs> and so this is, I mean, so we are at our core of gambling podcast, right? This is the hard thing again this week is that you don't really know. Teams don't like releasing their injury reports until later in the week. It's kind of hard to see what the lines are right now. But that being said, it is any... Thursday though. Oh, it is Thursday. Jeez. Yeah, this is you. We're used to saying that <laughs> on say, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. What are What are some lines that you know? You know the injury, the injury, or the the uh, the I, I want to call it injury reports, but the the inactive report we'll call them this week. What are some lines that you like this week, Jermaine? Oh, dude, go look at the Green Bay game. Right, Green Bay three and a half favorites Green in Detroit. Bay. In Detroit, right? Yeah. That's because they don't think anybody from Green Bay is going to end up playing past the first quarter. Dude, Detroit Lions money lines to play. Okay. Because they don't need a they don't need to play to win. Uh, you have to go Cincinnati Bengals plus six. I don't know. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to play though. Like nobody. If you could, if you thirty can, kneel downs with the game. Yeah, thirty kneel downs, bro, and runs out of clock. Who is the who's the Browns backup quarterback? Case Keenum. No way. Yeah, Case Keenum has a win this year. Holy cow. Case Keenum beat the Broncos, remember? Oh, right. Yeah, he In did. that Thursday night matchup where it was him versus, like, who was the – I think it was him versus – it wasn't even Drew Locke. It was, like, the next quarterback. Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, my god. That goodness. wide receiver who played quarterback. <laughs> yeah, God, I hope not. So here's another one that's fascinating to me. Neither team is playing for anything. But the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys, right? I looked at that line too. Dallas five, Cowboys Dallas favored by five right now. Dallas Cowboys can improve their seating, but is it worth it? Philadelphia Eagles already clinched, and I don't. I, I well, they might be able to go up a seed to the sixth seed. So I don't know how those two teams are going to approach it. The other one is. Kansas City, right? 
They're not playing for anything. Oh, no. Never mind. Yeah, they are. They're trying to get the one seed. They're hoping for a Titans loss. Yep. But Titans are playing Houston. And I think if you're going to do that, take Tennessee minus 10. Yeah, for sure. Tennessee is a good bet. (laughs) Well, who did the Texans just upset the other day? There's fucking Chargers. Yeah, well, the the Chargers. The Chargers are not the Titans. We'll we'll talk about the Titans' struggles when we get into our our playoff episode, but the Titans are not the Chargers. You remember when I thought the Chargers were going to make the playoffs and then they lost the Texans and now they're in a playing game? Right. You know what's bonkers? (laughs) What? The Pittsburgh Steelers could make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's a Mike Mike Tomlin is the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, I mean, I love Mike Tomlin. <laughs> it's it's a slim percentage. It's not happening because Baltimore right. still has a chance too. But God, I hope not. I hope Baltimore doesn't get in. The crazy thing is that Baltimore is the 11th seed in the AFC. The team above them, the Miami Dolphins, is eliminated. Team below them, you mean? No, the Dolphins are the 10 seed. They win a tiebreaker over Baltimore based on the head-to-head win percentage. They're the 10th seed in the AFC, and they're eliminated. Baltimore is not eliminated. How does Baltimore get in then? Just stuff. Ha- I, I would assume I I would have to break it. I, I don't know. I would have to have somebody explain it to me. I can't do the math right now. That's so weird that Miami would be ahead of them right. and be eliminated. Right. But Baltimore. This is based on ESPN, so I don't know if this is the NFL.com's or the, the NFL's official playoff standing. That's wild. I would assume Indy loses, the Chargers lose. Heck yeah. Or Indy loses. Yeah, that there's no way Baltimore can get in. Apparently there's a way. I don't I don't know how though, because if the Chargers play the Raiders. Yeah, it says they both it can't says lose. Miami's eliminated. COVID forfeits. And Baltimore's <laughs> not. So if if the Chargers and the Raiders both COVID forfeit. Don't I'm just I'm gonna be tuned in this weekend just to see the 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 Colts the Colts Jaguars game. It's gonna be chaos, bro. It's it's gonna be chaos. Hopefully. Week 17 was awesome. It was it, it should have been the end to an NFL season. I think we all agreed this. I just want there's only one way that week week 18 can up can upstage it. There's only one way. It's a Jacksonville win. God. Cleveland Cincinnati under. <laughs> Just Hello, for... God, it's me, Nick. <laughs> and then uh, Vegas, uh, Los Angeles tie. And then just just for my just for my sake, because <laughs> if San Francisco loses to the Rams, entirely possible. And the Saints beat the Falcons. Ah, I can't predict NFC South games anymore. So the Saints maybe? already lost the Falcons once this year. So who fucking knows? Maybe. But if the Saints beat the Falcons, the Saints are in the playoffs. Right. How really crazy a sentence is that, bro? Yeah, but you're. It doesn't really feel like you want the Saints to be in the playoffs. Like you do, but like you're just going. They're just going to lose the first round anyway. I don't think anyone wants to see the Saints. I don't think anybody. I disagree with that. I don't think anyone wants to see the Saints, bro. Maybe if they're healthy. 
Yeah, I mean, we haven't been healthy all year. <laughs> Michael Thomas ain't coming back, bro. <laughs> um, dude, honestly, if we don't make the playoffs, I'm not gonna be sad. Yeah, but if we that's, if we make that's what I'm saying. If we make the playoffs, I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess that, I, I, I guess any sense. I, I guess what I should have what I should have said is if they miss, <laughs> just what you said. If they miss, you won't be angry. But no. if they make it, you're going to be playing with house money. So if you lose in the playoffs, you're going to be like, wow, we shouldn't have made it anyway. I'm going to be like, we got to play. <laughs> we got to play. So <laughs> I hate it so much. Drew Brees left. You guys are supposed to be shit. <laughs> Drew Brees leaves and Carolina's worse. Like, how How does this work? All right. Before we before we leave, just real quick. Uh, we have to talk about this A-B stuff. Oh, that's right. We just kind of glanced over it. So, I, I'll take you on kind of a timeline, and 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 or take the take the listeners on kind of a timeline if if you guys haven't been following. So, week seventeen, middle of the third quarter, AB takes off his pads, runs off the field, celebrates in the end zone, throws his gloves and his towel, and goes to the locker room. Uh, <laughs> it's the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you know? crazy. Uh, instantly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers spin machine makes it seem like he's gone off his rocker and he just said, screw the team. I'm out. Well, it's also public perception helped do that. And of course, and, and, and yeah, AB and his prior, AB and his prior incidents, like run, running, screaming into the house when he had been cut by the road, traded by the Raiders. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't really help himself out in these. In these you, for, you forgot about that. You? No, no. I was, oh. just, I was just laughing. And then he goes up to New England and plays one game. Yeah. And then he's gone again. Oh. Antonio. Oh, my um, God. Freezes his feet in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Man. What, just... a, what a, I mean, what a, what a life AB's been living. So, so they, they basically say that he quit on the team and, and all this, the Buccaneers say that. And, and also the public says, you know, AB's crazy. Uh, I do agree with, uh, big cat, uh, on Barstool's, uh, pardon my take show. Everybody, well, he's, he's had a funny line. He said, everyone watched one uh, movie with Will Smith talking in an accent. And now they're, they're experts at diagnosing CTE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually very true. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone commented on his mental health. Instantly. Not even his mental health. Like, oh, he's got CTE. It's like the best researchers. Big Cat said this too. The best researchers in the world don't know what causes CTE. We're in like the very beginning stages of starting to understand what happens with deceased players in CTE. Here's what we know of CTE. CTE is a thing. Right. Period. (laughs) It's in football players and some other players. <laughs> yes, it's 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 in professional athletes. And everybody is like, "Oh, there it is. There's the clear cut sign of CTE." <laughs> like, well, all right. Well, everyone on Twitter knows then. Uh, so Antonio Brown then released some. Uh, Hold on, there's more to this. Antonio right. Brown cannot fly back with them. Gets an Uber. <laughs> Ubers into New York. Parties with the Uber driver in New York. Shows up at a Brooklyn Nets game the next day. 
And you gotta, you, you gotta tell the whole story because it makes it so much better, bro. Living the next, the next day, he's at a Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets Knights game, and it's Monday, and everyone's shocked the Buccaneers haven't released him yet. So apparently, AB went to a doctor, top flight doctor, right? I'll, I'll, you were gonna say all this, so go, no, go, keep going. All right, so not AB, the golf company, by the way, like a very good doctor. <laughs> so AB went. <laughs> AB went to a top flight doctor at the same hospital that Tampa Bay wanted him to go to, to see a lesser doctor underneath that doctor. So AB had already gone and seen him, gotten MRIs, gotten a second opinion from another doctor there. And they determined based on bone spurs in his foot, torn ligament, like all kinds of stuff and the immense pain he says he's feeling that they need to operate. So then Tampa Bay doesn't release him on Monday. So they don't release him on Monday. Everyone's confused. Apparently, they're trying to get him to go see a doctor. Right? But AB's already seen the doctor <laughs> who's, who's the expert in that hospital. And then he drops a, a two-page, uh, like, Notepad response. explanation, basically. Yeah, no, notepad explanation. His side of the hit. story that his attorney released. And essentially, <clears throat> which is no secret, AB's been dealing with an ankle injury since about week nine. I want to say he's missed a lot of games. He was m- missing an ankle injury since week nine, got suspended for three games, but was still hurt. Came back, played, balled out, 10 for 101 on 15 targets, tweaked his ankle again. Didn't know if he was going to be able to go because it hurt too much. He did give it a go, right? And then he said, nah, it hurts too much. I can't. And then that's when he says Bruce Arians takes a, allegedly takes a finger across his throat and yells, you're done. Which, as a grown man, if someone's going to do that to me because, you know, I'm hurt and I can't play, like, I'm going to be pretty upset, too. AB's like, I didn't want to wear their brand anymore, which is, that's exactly what it is. So let's not be, you know, it's like branding cattle. It's exactly what it is. He takes the brand off, <laughs> takes the jersey off, takes the pads off. He throws the jersey, right? Throws the jersey into the stands. Uh, his undershirt, yeah. His undershirt. So he only his undershirt. The jersey stayed there. <laughs> he should have thrown the jersey. People would have loved that. <laughs> Hey, fuck it. Throw the pads, bro. <laughs> well, he didn't take his pants all the way off, so he was still wearing a little bit of the brand. I said the pads. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want I should, to. He should have taken all the pants off. Just take your pants off. Be be there in your in your sliding shorts. Yo, be that guy, bro. Yeah, so he throws that into the stands, runs into the opposite end zone where the play is happening to, towards the tunnel, and is, like, jumping up and down, like, with the peace sign in the air, <laughs> just, like – so Wyland. happy, bro. <laughs> Wyland. Oh, uh, so you heard I, Bruce Arians come out today? Yeah, but I also, I also, that AP also. So if he would have just released the nose pad stuff, I think he would have been fine. He was controlling the narrative, but then he did two things today. He released another uh, another IG exchange with Tom Brady's trainer. Uh-huh. In, in which he said Tom Brady's trainer tried to screw him over out of a hundred thousand dollars. In which treating him, yeah. In which Tom Brady, so he's so Tom Brady's trainer 
Uh, Alex Guerrero. Alex Guerrero. I was going to say Antonio Gonzalez. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I was like that close. <laughs> That's like Kmart. That's like Kmart to Target. <laughs> uh, that must be uh, Blake Bortles' trainer that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Antonio um, Gonzalez. Yeah. So he. Uh, Basically, Antonio Brown reached out to him for treatment. He didn't get the treatment he wanted. So he was basically like, hey, I want my 100 grand back. And Tom Brady's trainer, AB said that Tom Brady's trainer was very combative and didn't want to give him his money back. But in the literal IG picture that he released, the trainer was like, yeah, just tell me where I need to send the money. So knock against AB there. And then he released photos of the text messages with Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians did not seem like this overbearing, like, you're done type of guy in the text message. He was basically just like, well, let me know if you can go because we need you. Yeah. So it, it, it you know, what but, I, but what, it goes against what they said that they didn't know about the entry. I agree with that, right? But it does kind of if if we're talking about the court of public opinion, which is more important than facts, we both know this. It kind of clouds AB's opinion a little bit because Bruce Arians was kind of being nice to him. Yeah, but he sent you a photo of his foot saying, "I don't know, my ankle hurts." And he was just like, we didn't know about any injury. <laughs> like, right, like, of course. The Buccaneers came out and said, we didn't know about right. any injury. Right, right, right. When your medical team is clearly taping him. So that's right. just a bad look overall. Like, it doesn't matter what the messages said. Like, yeah. that was proof that you knew about the injury. And you yeah, said you didn't. You're a smart, critical thinking man. I'm talking in the court of public opinion. Here. Oh, yeah. I mean, the public is. <laughs> yep. My bad. but yeah i mean that's it'll be interesting to see how the antonio brown thing like jermaine said they officially released him today or yesterday today i think they officially released him i think Uh, it was today yeah this morning and if it and my question to you jermaine is that if this does come out that that uh, well obviously it seems like tampa bay was hiding the injury now, Antonio Brown they, probably shouldn't have reacted the way he did. Yeah, of course not. There was it was fault on both sides, of course. Right. Like we're not absolving A B. But A B probably gets a chance to play again in the NFL. Which on Sunday I said, Oh, he probably never plays again. Right. Just just initial reaction. Right. But Because we thought he was just being crazy A B. Yeah, we thought he was doing, you know, fr- I thought we thought he was freezing his feet again, you know? Right. So, right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what that was pretty crazy to me. That whole situation super crazy. And here's the thing. If AB gets surgery, then obviously he was telling the truth. Like, it's a pretty low bar to get to, all right, AB was right about something. Right. So... Which, which I, which, why did they lie? Like, it's pretty easy to like prove you guys were lying. I don't, I do. The whole thing he's is he's like, weird. my ankle hurts, and they're like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and he's like, here's your trainer ta- taping up my ankle, and they're like, go see a doctor about your ankle that doesn't hurt. And he's like, I'm gonna go see this doctor, and they're like, your ankle never hurt. It's like, <laughs> what? So here's, here's here's what's so wild is that. 
the AB madness got AB and the Buccaneers and Bruce Arians and Alex Guerrero. It's just like everyone dissolved into this madness that didn't make any sense. I just don't understand. They're like, is that the ankle that doesn't hurt? And he's like, yep, getting it taped by your trainer. And they're like, nah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't I don't get it, dude. It's just bizarre. It really is, but. What do you think? Now, there's a scene right as A.B. is taking off his – he walks to the side. He's starting to take off his shoulder pads. With and Mike, Mike Evans, Evans goes over to him. What do you think Mike Evans said to him? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Come on, B. Don't do that here. Don't do it like that. <laughs> Something on, like AB. that, bro. Like, come on, man. Just just <laughs> wait. Just wait. Don't, don't act – you know, like hey, something like that. Hey, he ain't mean it, A.B. <laughs> yeah, he hey, he's just an old racist white man, A.B. He ain't mean it. <laughs> don't listen to that old guy. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I don't think it had anything to do with race. I don't think it did either. <laughs> you do like you do like labeling Bruce Arians. I do. He has to be a racist. <laughs> Look at everything about him. Look at the way he looks. Listen, if we can stay, we've, listen. We've spent years stereotyping other people. I can stereotype an elderly <laughs> white man with a goatee and whatever hat that is. Yeah, what is that? The England paperboy hat? <laughs> yeah, the the the, uh, the Peaky or uh, what is it? The Peaky uh, blinders. Peaky blinders hat. That's oh, yeah. that's. I think eight times out of ten, that's a racist hat. <laughs> if you're over sixty, that's a racist hat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders, so I don't really associate that with racist. But oh, I don't associate that show with racism either because they're not over sixty. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. Bruce Arians just... undercover. When it it's comes a... out, when there's a report in twenty years, that's like, well, <laughs> Bruce Arians, Loki racist. I'm gonna be like, knew it. Bruce Arians ain't making it twenty more years, bro. He gonna be dead by then. Isn't he like sixty-seven right now? Isn't Bruce Arians? Doesn't Bruce Arians look like Andy Reid's younger brother? That's saying something. Yeah, <laughs> his skin looks better than Andy Reid's for sure. Well, Andy Reid keeps eating these nine cheese cheeseburgers, though. So. Bro, Andy Reid needs help, dog. I don't think I, he does. I love that guy. He's living his best He's life, but like, life. bro, you need to go walk on a treadmill or something, dog. Like Eric, take a walk every now and then, bro. Like, get out there, bro. Bruce Arians with his ruptured Achilles. I think that's why the madness engulfed him is he was in so much pain himself, <laughs> right? So Bruce Arians is like, "You're not hurt. I'm hurt. You're done." <laughs> Look at me. I'm still walking. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's the stance if Bruce. I'm that's hilarious. If Bruce Arians actually didn't know about his ankle. And just no. like blacked out <laughs> of just anger and pain. And he actually doesn't know what crazy twist would that add to the story? That would be funny. Too bad. Maybe we Bruce Arians was on just so many painkillers that he doesn't remember sending those text <laughs> messages to A B. He's like, I really don't remember. I didn't He's know. Like, I don't his his, his ankle was hurt. <laughs> Bruce, we send it's you a, we we send you an injury report every week. He's been on it since week nine. It's like I was high on perk. <laughs> My Achilles is ruptured. 
<laughs> That's the PR spin the Bucks yes. need now. Why did dude. they not do it? They were like, <laughs> our coach isn't a racist. He's just a drug addict. <laughs> the opioid crisis gets everybody. Just be like, he froze his feet in a cryo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know AB was hurt. <laughs> Bruce Arians has been down with COVID this whole time. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. even been on his phone. That's actually a life model decoy. <laughs> wow. Whoa. All right. What? All right. What else you got? That's it, dude. I, That's I it. think we've gone. Think we've rambled. Yeah, we've long gone enough. over the deep end. People are like, "Stop talking about AP <laughs> and Bruce Arians." Low-key racist Bruce Arians. <laughs> Low-key, no. I mean, said before the record, not racist Bruce Arians. All right, fifty percent of this podcast believes that Bruce Arians is a low-key racist. It's so funny, like. Like we, that word has lost all meaning because of how flippantly people throw it around. So it's hysterical. <laughs> You're just like he's low-key racist. Like Bruce Arians <laughs> flippantly throws around the n-word when cameras aren't around. Cameras and microphones <laughs> are around. He he does yell for nachos all the time. <laughs> nope, that's not the n-word I'm referring to. He probably said it to AB. He was like, "You're done." N-word. Oh no! Stop, Nick. All that's, right, that's we need to end. We need to end this podcast. I had a friend who was there. No, at the no game. we're done. Oh yeah, your friend Mike Evans. <laughs> My friend oh. Mike Evans. <laughs> All right. So as always, thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>